Well, hello and good afternoon, everyone. What a day to be a fan of the green team known as the Xbox platform. I mean, wow. I mean, look, folks, you, you heard what we had to say an hour ago at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We went live on a special edition of the Xbox Factor podcast, and we're back for the 12 o'clock show to continue the hit parade of what just happened. Uh, Microsoft has officially acquired Activision Blizzard, bringing their studio and support uh, uh, account up to 38 studios in total. Uh, it is absolutely maddening that this happened. Uh, we have a couple of people making their guest appearance first time on the show. Of course, we're going to start first with uh, my brother, who I, you've heard me talk about a bazillion times. Here he is. He's actually here in the flesh. Neo Mental, my actual real-life brother. How the hell are you? And what are – he was – when we talked on the phone, he was stunned. He was, ladies and gentlemen, completely speechless. Bro, yeah. I mean I- – I was in a meeting. My phone was going off like crazy. Like, what is going on? So then I'm nervous because I'm like, oh, I'm hoping I hope there's nothing wrong. So I'm like, what's up? And he's like, oh my god, they bought him. I'm like, what? I, I actually, I actually didn't even respond. I think I, I, I couldn't even process. It was silence. It was, it was dead silence on the phone, folks. Yeah, quiet. Yeah, I, I've been working all morning and literally, like, I'm just, <laughs> I'm gonna be ignoring emails for the next hour or so, and just whatever happens, happens. Because this is, I mean. Like I said to you on the phone, I think this is like the equivalent of, of seeing a spaceship appear and everyone is trying to deal. I can't even process this right now. Like it's, 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 <laughs> you're saying Phil Spencer is an alien breaking news. <laughs> well, listen, with the pot of move, like $68.7 billion yeah. is insane. It's the it's biggest insane. Microsoft deal in the company's history. Cash, 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 deal. cash, deal. cash. Yeah, man. Man, so I'm excited to, to see and hang out with everyone right now. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just along for the ride, so let's get it in. Yeah, well, listen, let's get to someone else who's making his debut. He's supposed to originally show up on Primetime Gaming, but because of this is such a special show and such a big deal, Crazy Lou Gaming, welcome to the program, brother. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good, especially like I was telling you before the show came on. I mean, it's incredible. Every time I start exercising, something happens. I mean, I was at... Probably like my 100 jumping jacks. And all of a sudden, like I get this message from a group. Uh, uh, Microsoft is buying Activision. I was like, what? And so I sent it to Team XBI. They were like, nah, that's not that. I was like, hmm. Two minutes later, Phil Spencer comes up and he's like, we just bought Activision. I was like, what? I was like, no way. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm really excited for this. I mean, I was like, whoa. So yeah, right there, I stopped exercising and... Let's get the show on the road, guys. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's going to be a, a day of days for sure. Uh, we're yeah. going to have a lot to talk about, uh, and I think this is going to go. This is going this is going to be a, a running theme for the rest of the week. Everyone here that has their own shows, that has their own podcast, and putting out content uh, and giving their opinions. Uh, but returning to this fold, uh, who stepped away to you know be, you know actually get a real life job is. Uh, Coming here, uh, special for today's podcast, Zemi Games. Welcome back, brother. What a day to come back. Well, thank you for having me back, man. No, I mean, this is absolutely huge news. Earlier on your previous show, I actually left a super chat. I don't know if you ever got the chance to read it. Dude, uh, that show there was, was about so 60 busy. of them, and I, <clears throat> I, I, I'm going to eventually have to just do it like a, a thank you to everybody yeah. because yeah. I just it was just too many. 
but but what I typed in was boom, I'm so upset at you. You didn't call me at 8 a.m. and wake me up while I was in my underwear in the bed. <laughs> you know, because 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 whenever the Bethesda thing happened, that's exactly what you did. So I, I certainly I did. No, it was it was a joke, of course. Uh, yes. but no, man, super excited to 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 come back for this uh for this show uh today and 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 talk about the Activision Blizzard deal. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it certainly is. And, and someone that was not going to be here originally that is here, uh, who also has his own incredible show and just crossed 2000 subscribers on YouTube. Mav, what's going on, brother? How the hell are you? And welcome. Hey, it's a it's an interesting day. Uh, some interesting things happened. I, I couldn't miss this. Boom. I mean, are we going to talk know? about the Moon Knight? Uh, yeah, trailer Moon Knight, that you know, that uh, looks pretty I, good. Not the hell with Moon Knight. We're in hell with MCU. We're going to be talking about Xbox, but yeah, yeah I think it's, I'm it's, probably going to cancel Fun Pop tonight and do some kind of special Xbox. I think you have to. Tonight. I think you got to pivot on it for sure. Yeah. Wait, uh, but, 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 but Fun Pop is tomorrow, though. What do you say? Tuesday? Yes, yeah. it's Tuesday. Oh, this works out perfect. I don't even <laughs> supposed to have a show today. Yeah, we're gonna have something tonight. We'll figure it out. Let's go. I love it. Uh, well, listen, that's how Pong Soul, you were there for the 10 o'clock show. We got you back, and you know it's fun. You, you said something, and I can't wait to get into it because you're very specific when you break down these these big stories. We didn't even scratch the, the surface of, of this deal and and what it means to gaming, what it means to Xbox gamers, and what it actually means to the industry. We're gonna be breaking all of that down. Uh, folks, be here for the next two hours, uh, and we're gonna have we're gonna lose a few people, we're gonna gain a few people, but we are going to be dropping a lot of a big opinions. And uh, this industry has been changed in a way, Pong, that I don't think any of us, I, I not only didn't see coming, but c- cannot even fathom. Yeah, I mean, it's the right time, right moment uh, for Xbox. This is Titanic. Uh, this is something. Look, we all. Again, I said at the end of the last show, boom, people need to start listening to the right podcast because everybody likes to scream and holler that nobody knows what they're talking about. But yeah. again, when you when you look at the scope, when you look at the, the landscape of the industry right now, and we've been talking about it for over a year, boom, we talked started talking about a bigger acquisition than Zenimax towards the end of last year when the smoke came out and everybody's like, yeah, yeah you guys are just talking acquisition season, blah, blah, blah. Look, this is the this is the future, whether you like it or not. That's a discussion to be had. But consolidation is happening, and this happened at the perfect time. Activision Blizzard is a wounded animal. They Indeed. are down, right? Yeah. For all the reasons we talked about the last show, I'm surely brought up again here. We know it. It 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 it's terrible over there right now. Yeah. That's when a company like Xbox is in position. Microsoft specifically is in position with over a hundred billion dollars in cash, losing losing value every day due to inflation. We talked about it time and time again. They were ready to spend that money. Activision Blizzard is in a position suddenly that it is a good value, and Xbox can come in, clean house, save the day. This is Titanic. This is this is huge. Uh, shout out to Tom Warren. He just put out a recording I was listening to before I jumped in with you guys of Phil's internal uh, voicemail to everybody, speech to everybody about the acquisition. He is once again reinforcing global entertainment industry. That is what he is reinforcing. That is what Xbox is going for. This is the perfect time, perfect place. Let's talk about it. Boom. We got a lot. We got a lot of people here. Great to see everybody. Louie, Mav, glad you both could be here. Uh, Neo Mental, awesome to meet you finally, sir, as well. So let's let Zemi, great to have you back as well, of course. So let's get down to it. Absolutely. And Joanna Dark, uh, we were talking uh, very early when this happened. Um, and uh, listen, this is 
This is a monumental deal. Uh, and uh, I, I think what we failed to mention, Pong, uh, who's a part of the last podcast, was that what this deal does on January 18th, 2022, eats up the conversation for the remainder of the year. Like this is the deal. This is this is the deal that we've been hearing about, Dark, for all of last year, right? We kept hearing the next acquisition is going to be it's going to dwarf Bethesda. And many people in the industry, including some people that we love and respect, were like, nah, it's 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 it can't get it can't it can't get any bigger than Bethesda, who in their own right is a monster uh, get. They're legendary IPs. Could it get better? And here we are today on the uh, on the 18th of January, a mere, th- uh, you know, two and a half weeks into the new year. And Microsoft continues to dominate the conversation. If it's not Xbox Game Pass and then the game is going in there, it was the Ubisoft Plus deal coming to Xbox. And now on top of Bethesda, on top of Ubisoft, all of Activision games are expected to start dropping in there, including the latest Call of Duty. And Jeff Grubb has already confirmed that all mainline Call of Duty games are expected to be exclusive to Xbox and PC. I mean, holy cow. Yeah. Uh, hello, everyone. Um, glad to be on the panel uh, here with uh, so many of these people today. Um, yeah, this was... Uh, Big news! I see. I have this uh, nice shirt that I need to update. You're gonna, yeah, it's gonna, that circle's gonna have to get a little bit bigger. <laughs> yeah, and I'd like to welcome Crash Bandicoot and Spiral to Xbox, and hopefully we can get that Conquer Crash uh, crossover. Uh, uh, toys for Bob and themselves, uh, who make incredible kid yeah, games. Uh, and, and I and I got excited, and I threw up my my arms like a lunatic. Uh, they're probably going to be tasked to make the next banjo, if I, mean, if, if I may be so bold. Can, can I ask a quick question though before yeah. anything? Um, do we get the Crash Bandicoot um, uh, cart game too? Yes. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think this is huge in the sense of, you know, as a person who likes playing fantasy football, right? You buy low with a high upside, you know? Yes. And yeah. mm-hmm. the thing is, if you look, if you break all these studios that they have, it literally fits what Microsoft needs, reinvesting. You know, we were talking about WoW, right? Final Fantasy is a huge game that's only currently on PC and Xbox. I mean, I'm sorry, on PlayStation. So now with someone like Blizzard that has WoW, you know, you have someone that can make either we can have WoW coming to the consoles. Um, which was a rumor, or you can have something built from the ground up. And again, you hit a demographic that likes to play those type of games. You know, we have PSO2, uh, Elder Scrolls, and so forth. And when you look at, you know, Raven, can I get a Soldier of Fortune? Please give me one of those. Um, Toys for Bob, Tony Hawk. And this is huge. Um, this is really huge. And it's going to be interesting in how, you know, as this, you know, closes and comes into the family exactly, you know, are these studios going to have a lot of projects that were canceled maybe under, you know, the old Activision? But most importantly, I'm glad for the developers that there's going to be, um, you know, a new regime. And we're going to yeah. see a lot of creativity. Um, and most importantly, a lot of those developers that were under this terrible, you know, things under their, you know, previous management kind of, you know, you know, everything changing around. So I think that's important. And then, of course, some amazing games and IPs. Um, I, you know, I have a question as well, you know, with something like Battle.net. Is that something maybe that is later on used to kind of help on the PC end when it comes to these things? Because we know that a lot of PC gamers are reluctant 
currently with the Xbox app. So how does you know Battle.net help as well bring some of those PC players to that platform? Uh, continue uh, it's, to it's 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 an interesting conversation and one I believe we're going to continue to have. But, but let, let let's get Boxenberger first of all. Welcome to the program. Uh, we want to get you in and out because we know that you're currently working on your video and it is in fact late in Germany where you are. But I we we got to get your opening opinion before we get you out of here, brother. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm going to try and read the, the Super Chats. We have so many that I miss. But Please do uh, so, yeah. Uh, Smitty Smith says something pretty interesting, and I want you to respond to it, uh, Boxenberg. He says, just when you think you've seen it all, Microsoft does this on a damn Tuesday. I told you all Microsoft is going to shake up the world. Consider it shook the book of X. Uh, what does this deal do and say to the industry? How does it change the scope of what we look at as gaming, as, as 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 content creators, I don't think any of us saw this coming. This is, in fact, the biggest deal in gaming history, which was yeah. only just last year, the Bethesda deal. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's so much to say about this. Um, first, uh, I want to say thanks for the invite here today. Um, it's it's an honor to be on the show here. First time with Neo Mental. Uh, I've been playing Age of Empires with uh, the crazy one over here. Uh, <laughs> like crazy, but I've never been on a podcast with him. So that's good. Um, no, uh, it, it's it's awesome. I would love to stay the, the entire show because this is going to be a fire discussion because you all mentioned already so many things that this has a huge impact on the, in the gaming landscape. And I think this is something we will see um, turn out over the course of the next months and years how much this actually changes the lane landscape. Um, but yeah, I want to get a video out on, on my channel. I have yeah. to work on that and I need another three, four hours of, uh, for that. So uh, yeah, that's why I, I'm going to bail out a little bit early on this show here today. Uh, anyways, I, I'm glad I can at least give uh, my thoughts on this here. Um, and thanks for letting me go first. Um, like I said, um, this is, is landscape moving this is, is, is insane um i was really speechless when i when i saw this i was at work um <laughs> yeah my my phone went crazy with notifications uh people calling me hey did you see that um and i i drove home listened to your uh um uh, show already on on my way home so yeah this is big this is uh, something we did not expect um and i mean let's let's talk about a couple of things here first the, the sheer amount of money <laughs> it's 70 billion dollars this is insane um this is is uh activision is probably next to ea i would say the most valuable publisher out there right now so for them to acquire one of them the, uh, those behemoth um in the, in the gaming industry is insane i mean some of the biggest franchises in the world are now owned by microsoft um we are talking Call of Duty here. We're talking Warcraft. We are talking um, Overwatch, Diablo, all these um, insanely popular franchises, but also stuff like Candy Crush, which is the biggest mobile game out there. Uh, this is insane what Xbox has now in, in their roster. And it's not just the, the IPs. It's all the teams, all the technology behind this. Um we talked about this multiple times when Bethesda was acquired. What a big move. What big IPs. What iconic stuff we have now in the Xbox roster. Now, this is even bigger. Um, I mean, the, the money tells it all. Uh, it's almost 10 times uh, the amount of money that Microsoft had to put down to acquire acquisition, uh, Activision Blizzard. Um, and 
just the impact on on the gaming industry is something we we can't understand right now. We are all now, oh, this is insane. But really, what this means for um, studios, how they approach the game development, how they can interact, how can they can collaborate, and what this brings to the realm or the ecosystem of of Xbox is is beyond us right now. We will see that over the next months and years. Um, but the thing really is, it's not just about these the, the, the pure amount of studios that are now in, in Xbox. When you think about all the IPs, Xbox basically legendary IPs. Yeah, they bought out the casual gamer market. You know, Call of Duty, for instance, is one of these games that is, is really speaking not just to us diehard uh, gaming fans. It's also speaking to the casual gamer market. The same goes, of course, with games like World of Warcraft. The same goes, of course, with games like Candy Crush. Um, all these um, games are also in in the um, uh, uh, very popular games in the in the casual gamer market. They also bought that in. Um, someone mentioned it earlier, the Series S um is is fitting perfectly in that yes. strategy. Yes. Yes. Um, you know these gamers that just buy Call of Duty and FIFA each uh, and every year, they are now going to have to buy an Xbox. Um, and what better way to to, to have that cheap option standing right there? You well, see you know, to, to your point, over the weekend, if you didn't, if you guys missed it, because it, it went like a flash, right? Yeah. They dropped the Series S to $279.99, right? I, I think that that's a test. I think it was a test in the market. You go to a fishing spot, you drop the lure in, you see if you get a bite or not. Yeah. I am telling you right now, uh, uh, Boxenberger and everyone on the panel, everyone, near 700 people already here, come Christmas, that box is going to be 250 bucks. Yep. Yep. And if you think Prediction. that Microsoft isn't trying to find a way to mass produce those, there's a reason why you're not finding the X on every store shelves. But you can go in and find an S, and that's because for every yeah. two, for every one X that they make, they can make two S consoles. And and, and to your point, the cat. Look, folks, I've said this on numerous shows, and I'm going to say it again, and I'm going to let Boxing Boy give his point and get on out of here. 80 plus percent of the 115 plus million consoles sold for the PlayStation 4, 80 plus percent, I even dare say 85 percent, yeah. were the casual audience that yeah. play Candy Crush, that play Call of Duty and FIFA and the rest of these types of games. They will come to Xbox and Xbox will dominate the conversation once that happens. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And that that is really insane to think about. And then I can see already the the hardcore gaming bubble going crazy over the next weeks. Uh, will the games be exclusive or not? I mean, we already know the answer. It's the exact same thing like with Bethesda. Yeah, they will honor the existing contract. So any contracts they made prior to the acquisition, they will honor. But from now on out, this is these games are going to be Xbox ecosystem exclusives. And can you just think about this? Call of Duty exclusive in the yeah. xbox jeff ecosystem. grubb actually confirmed that this morning i believe on a tiktok where he said all mainline call of duties are in fact yeah. going to be xbox exclusive xbox and pc exclusive 
Yeah, sure. Um, we will have the mobile games, <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Call I mean, of Duty Warzone mobile. is considered like a legacy it's title, so that will yes, live. Of course, they will. They won't take that away from other platforms. But everything going forward, um, I would be surprised if Diablo Four is uh, isn't an exclusive. It's also you know, going to be suspiciously exclusive. that game was delayed. I, I, I yeah, I, as well as Overwatch. Yeah, yeah. I wonder why. I wonder why. Yeah, yeah. The thing no, but um, really, they haven't announced any any uh, particular. Collaborations with either of the platforms, so I don't yeah. see a, a publishing deal that, uh, signed prior to the acquisition right now. So probably going to be an exclusive as well as Overwatch 2. And then um, I don't know about this year's Call of Duty because I don't think the acquisition will be official by the time the next June Call of Duty 2023 is when it's expected to. Yeah, uh, this is going to take finalized. a year or so. Yeah. When we think about Bethesda, oh. that was like six, seven months. Months. Yeah. Um, this is a little bit bigger, so, uh, and and they have to go through even more regulatories because it, it it's it's, a, it's even a, a bigger global company worldwide. So uh, expect something like six to uh, 10, 12 months, something in that. They uh, said June twenty twenty three. Yeah, they said yeah. that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I didn't see that. Yeah. Yep. June okay. twenty twenty three. So yeah, everything that will come out before that, of course, multiplied, and then going forward, um, we will have twenty. The, the Call of Duty twenty twenty three is probably the first one that is exclusive in the ecosystem. Yeah. Anyways, um, also big news about um, the Game Pass subscriber numbers. Uh, they just dropped million. that randomly in there. Yeah, yeah. twenty five million. And I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, that's the entire thing of the deal. They want to grow that number, and uh, and this number is going to explode. What I also found very interesting is that they said until the deal goes through, which is apparently June twenty three. Um, Expected to June twenty three, they will also put a, a, a they will already put the games um, from Activision Blizzard uh, into Game Pass new yes. ones coming out until then, and um, uh, existing ones. So over the next months, we will see a lot of legacy Activision uh, Blizzard games drop into Game Pass, and then coming this fall, we can expect the next Call of Duty this year um, already being dropped in there, um, which is just uh, simply awesome. The value that is now proposed by um, uh, entering the Xbox ecosystem is insane if you think about this. Yeah, it is. 15 euros a month, uh, and you get the, the Xbox Ultimate subscription. You get all these games, all these games day one. The, the value is insane. This is really insane. And um, yeah, I can already see uh, this, uh, the people on, on social going crazy about the exclusivity deal, Microsoft taking away the games. But let's, not let's... Yeah, well, they, they give... Listen, look, look, look to, to that point, and, and we're going to get you on out of here because I know you got to yeah. work on your video, brother. Um, this this whole taking away narrative that people are going to try and run with is not only foolhardy, but you're, you're embarrassing yourself if you're out yeah. there ringing this bell. That you just, yeah. Don't do it. Don't, don't fall into that because... The difference between an acquisition for Sony, who locks it behind their one box, as opposed to uh, Microsoft Open saying, well, system. you can play it on your PC, phone. Cloud. Can, yeah. Later this year, we're expecting the new TVs to have the app. It's going to come with a control you can play there. They give you so many ways to play. You don't have to buy an Xbox. You just have yeah. to be in a subscription service, which could be as, as cheap as $10 a month. And the whole the whole narrative is, is with Sony. Listen, I don't know if it's going to happen, but this is one of those situations where if you look at what they're doing, they this may be the killing blow that forces Jim Ryan to say, yeah, you know, we're going to put that app on, on, on our console and you're going to get achievements by playing on a PlayStation.
Do you think this right. puts pressure on Sony to go more day one on their games too? I, I, listen, I don't know what Spartacus is going to look like, but we did hear that it has three tiers, and uh, it was confirmed by uh, Bloomberg that day and date titles, therefore SIE titles, are not a part of that deal. Yeah. So d- does it force yeah, them to do it? I I I, I don't know, I don't but know. maybe maybe that's I, why Phil, maybe that's why Phil said that he expects it to be day and date because he yeah. knew this was going. He down. knew this was going to drop today. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it right? definitely yep. puts pressure in there because yeah, if you have the value discussion right now, um, this is this is just two worlds. Yeah, um, and yeah, so obviously that's that's a lot of pressure on Sony right now. Um, well, think about this too, right? Like beginning of the PS4 generation, some of their biggest pushes to draw people into their ecosystem was Call of Duty, and at the time uh, was uh, Destiny, right? Yes. They don't yep. have yep. Destiny anymore, which happened to be an Activision game at the time. But yep. anyway, uh, also Call of Duty, they're going to not have the marketing rights to one of the yep. biggest game franchises yep. in the world anymore. The world. Uh, you could yep. potentially have World of Warcraft and that whole thing potentially coming into Xbox on the plat on the console as well. So there's there's gonna be a lot of people that are gonna just kind of like, okay, three hundred dollars, that's all it takes to get into that. And I'm gonna get all of that stuff in Game Pass. I, I don't need a PlayStation. Now PlayStation's gonna have to figure stuff out. You know, it, 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 it's again. This is this is an assumption. This is an opinion. I, I could be hundred percent wrong, and I will eat my words if I do say so. We got confirmation of twenty five million. I think it's more than that, but they're they're putting twenty five out there, which is fine. Mm-hmm. If 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 this thing gets, you know, snowballs start out as snowflakes, falls, it rolls, and it becomes this big. Before you know it, it's an avalanche, and that's what we're seeing here with Microsoft. I, I have a strong suspicion that if they don't grow. 15 million subscri- subscribers this year alone by, by by this time next year they'll be talking about 40 million subscribers maybe more yeah. and i and and it's exactly why because of the, the 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 inherent value look folks we're in a world right now where people are afraid to go out the house people are getting yeah. sick people are losing jobs companies are closing money is tight and gaming is not an is not an everyday conversation for a lot of people because gaming is expensive. It is an expensive uh, uh, proposition when when you want to play your newest game for seventy dollars and you have to go out and buy a five hundred dollar console to do that. Well, yeah. Microsoft has literally changed the game by telling you you can play any of these games, any of these. I mean, they have games from hardcore to the normies. And what's interesting in this deal is they have mobile unlock. They have PC unlock and they have console unlock. It's it's it is just a win win win. But Boxer Bagger, do me a favor, give us your final opinion on this and tell everyone where they can check out the video you're going to be dropping later this afternoon or this evening for you. In for me, it's it's going to be night for me. <laughs> so yeah, um, people can find me everywhere. I'm the Boxenberger. Um, like you said, uh, I do have my YouTube channel, uh, which is also small, but growing. Yeah. And the funny thing is uh, over the weekend, over the last weekend, I announced that I'm going to start my own live show, my own Indeed podcast. You are yes. the world of gaming each and every Friday uh, at 8 p.m. Central Europe. That's 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. PT, I think, and 7 p.m. UK. Um, I couldn't have 
chosen a better week to start an, uh, my own podcast, my own live show. This is obviously be going to be a big topic at the, on the live show. And yeah, uh, in about three to four or five hours, I'm going to drop um, a video on this uh, acquisition uh, right on my channel, um, Boxenberger Everywhere. So thanks again, everyone, uh, for having me. Um, next week, I'll be here for the full show, promise. But <laughs> today, I got to bounce. <laughs> All right. Go take care Man, of your I got business, a, one brother. question for you, Archimedes. Are, yeah. Are you going to scoff during Speculation Town segments going forward? Or are you, you, you're going to smile and, and, and partake? <laughs> no, no. He's, he's going he's to take the mayorship that we're offering him. Right? <laughs> All right. All right. I'll, I'll take that chop. <laughs> Okay, there we go. Okay. I'm the co-mayor of, uh, of Speculation Town. Uh, take awesome, care, Boxenberg. Thank out, you, guys. Have a good one. Go check you. out uh, the world of gaming this Friday with Boxenberger, and his channel is incredible. His videos, which will be dropping later today, is incredible. We'll definitely go support that man. All of his information is in the show notes below. Take care, brother. We'll see you later. Thank uh, you. Nick, see you, guys. Neil Mental, I want to grab you in on the conversation. You are our special guest, of course. If you didn't know, that is, in fact, my brother. And uh, you are a Microsoft shareholder, PS, by the way. Well, as of this morning, I'm also an Activision shareholder. Well, there <laughs> you go. No, no, look, you know, I, I really want you, because, you know, obviously, I, we've, we've I've talked about you numerous times in, uh, in our, our childhood growing up. Uh, we've seen some pretty big deals. We come from very humble beginnings, both of us. Uh, you know, we worked in the video game business in Funko Land way back in the days. Uh, we uh, hung out in Nathan's Arcade. Uh, if you're familiar with uh, New York, Yonkers, New York, that was our hangout when we were growing up. Uh, sitting back and looking at this deal, Neo, um, how does this change the scope of gaming moving forward? Whew. Yeah, well... I, you know, I, I think like Boxenberger said, you really, it's too big. It's too big. Like I was just looking at that press release and he's talking about metaverse. So they're even looking at that. Um, yeah. And like we were talking in the pre-show, he's now the head of Microsoft gaming. Yeah. Which, they, uh, please uh, elaborate on that. The, the Phil Spencer's title has been changed. Yeah. Which, you know, if you look at what they've already said, they wanted to do mobile and they're getting into that aspect. They're looking to get their infrastructure set up in all these different areas. And instead of doing it from scratch, they're getting these people that are already doing it well. I mean, like we talked about Candy Crush. I mean, I've even played Candy Crush, yeah. um, you know, between a lot of the mobile games. I mean, mobile is a massive market. I mean, you're talking about video games as a whole. You're talking about three billion people in the world are playing it. It's one third of the planet. Like that is a, a, an insane number when you think, especially the way the landscape is right now. Um, this deal, $68 billion is mind numbing. I mean, obviously they have it. I don't know another gaming company that has that kind of cash, they, an all cash deal. Like it's insane. I mean, I think right now, you know, I'm hearing a lot of talk with the SEC and stuff like that. I don't think that's going to be a big problem. Um, but that is enough to, to muck it up and delay it. Um, which I think is my only concern. Um, but the metaverse stuff alone and, and the fact that they're trying to do a lot of virtualization and you're talking about moving over stuff to PC, see, the thought of having WoW on the Xbox is wow. Like, I, I was a huge WoW player. I stopped playing a while ago. I just bought a, a gaming PC and I just installed WoW the other day and I was in there checking out the free account and just like reminiscing. So, 
the amount of people that the influx that you're going to have going in, especially when you're talking about the Series S being 300 to 250, especially when you can use that to play uh, X Series X games. Yeah. Bro, this is massive. We're walking we're, three years from now, you're still going to be seeing the ramifications of this deal going forward. It's yeah. Crazy. I absolutely, I absolutely agree, and I, and I and I and I think that's a that's a great point. I think this deal is so big that we can't understand what is going to happen to the face of the industry. Uh, it has certainly changed, uh, and uh, one of the things uh, that I talked about in the last uh, podcast with uh, Pong Soul uh, was the human element factor that gets lost in these conversations that we have on these podcasts. And, 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 and what do I mean by that is that there were a multitude right, right now, uh, you know, like I know there's been going some back and forth with whether or not they keep Bobby Kotek. I, I can assure you that oh, he is no. not staying on that guy. That guy is a, a dying limb and they're going to cut it off. Now, is he going to wa- walk away with probably a $200 million golden parachute? Probably, but that's right, a given. That's solid. That's, that, that's, that's a, that. Yeah, absolutely. But he, he's, you know, I don't, I don't know whether or not he was influential enough to make that deal or what. What we'll never know unless someone writes a book. But uh, he's going to be gone, and big change is going to come over there. Uh, but I, I, I do want to go to Pong Soul on his Pong. You know, I, you, you talked about scratching the surface, and I, I want you to continue to elaborate on this deal. Um, you know, we, we, we can, we can dumb this down and say, well, Xbox game pass is now the greatest place Mm -hmm. to play, uh, to, to invest your money because your $15 a month gets you uh, an inherent value. Unlike anything we've ever seen before, this is, you know, you keep calling it the golden age of gaming and, and you are in true in saying so, but after today's announcement, my God, I, I just, you know, you talk about, you know, Microsoft leading the charge in consoles with 23 incredible studios. Well, with the support studios, I believe it's it, it's gotten as high as 38. 38 studios. But, the, but what we didn't talk about is the legendary IP that comes along with this purchase. How big of a deal are saying publicly that the next Call of Duty is Xbox and PC exclusive? I mean... Look, obviously Microsoft put a price on it, right? $68 billion. Uh, look, this, as we already talked about, this changes the landscape. And it's not only just console. Again, Tom Warren put out, you know, Phil Spencer's uh, kind of voicemail to the uh, entire company, his uh, speech about the acquisition. They're talking about much more. And this deal, we focus here because obviously most of us are console gamers and, and most of us know the Call of Duties and that kind of stuff. Uh, the World of Warcraft, all that good stuff. But at the end of the day, this is bigger than that. This is PC market, which we know Xbox uh, talked about putting a focus on. This also yeah. gives them an in in the PC market. This also goes to their mobile. King yep. alone is bigger than Zynga, which yeah. we just saw Take-Two purchase for $12 billion, yeah. right? King itself alone is bigger than Zynga. So it's again, the- this... It gives them access. <laughs> it gives them access to the mobile market. And Phil specifically talked about that in in his company uh, speech. Um, that this is about also the worldwide market, which includes a majority of mobile devices. So you got mobile and PC, two of the biggest markets. Console is a little piece of that pie. So Tiny. this 
It's tiny. tiny. This solidifies yeah. their position. Also, if you don't think for a minute, and as crazy as this is still sounding, but again, when you start looking at these acquisitions, when you start looking at what Microsoft Xbox is doing, and I guess we can now say, my, I always say Microsoft just because it's so important that they're the they're, they're behind Xbox. But now that Phil is CEO of Microsoft Gaming, we can now call it Microsoft officially. Um, when you look at what they're doing here, they are truly trying to strong arm Sony specifically into allowing game pass onto their system. Okay. Period. This is a big move. Grub just talked about it this morning over on the 10 dogs as well. Shout out to him and Mike Nadi over there, but Grub also made this point. We made this point, uh, in the earlier show as well. Mag brought it up too. Um, this is about strong arming. Phil truly does want gamers to be able to play wherever they are, whatever games that they have. And he is kumbaya Phil until he figures out, until he had all the conversations with other people in the industry like Jim. And they were like, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, we don't want game. We don't want, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to share. We're not going to, we're not going to, we're not going to allow you to come into our playground. Phil said, fine then we'll go about it a completely different way. We will make Game Pass. We will make the Xbox ecosystem so big, so large, that you can no longer ignore it unless you want to give up a lot. And right now, we're on the precipice with this deal going through in June 2023. Yes, Warzone, those kind of titles are going to be over there. But mainline Call of Duty is going forward, not being on the PlayStation platform. And guess what? As bad as we all talk about Vanguard, as much as it has kind of disappeared off everybody's radar, guess what was the number one selling title on, on PlayStation? Yeah, Call of Call Duty. Duty. Yeah. Call of Duty. Duty. Yeah. Look, this is what this is about. So Phil and everybody over there, they have a vision, and they have that vision. They've stated it clearly. We are going to try to reach two to three billion gamers out there, not just the console market anymore, not just just one type of device. We're going to try to reach everybody no matter where they are. And that includes people who are playing on just PlayStation right now. That also includes down the line, potentially Nintendo people who only own a Nintendo console. They want to have their ecosystem, their game pass in those places as well. So that gamers can enjoy no matter how they enjoy. And that's what this is about too. Yep. So this is a this is this is why this is such a big mover in a shaker and why it's something that we look we had talked when we talked about the Activision uh, problems uh, the Activision Blizzard problems we had talked about this what what if right but none of us really is going to sit here and say yeah none of us could have Activision in our wildest dreams dude no correct there was one like publication I think that said that that Activision Blizzard was. Uh, becoming in a weaker state was Correct. becoming susceptible to a takeover. To, to take so, over, right. Right. I don't remember who said that, but right. That was... and, and I think that's an important point because, again, mm-hmm. even though none of us specifically talked about Activision Blizzard or saw this coming, we had talked about a big deal and we had talked about so many different times. Phil wants to protect the industry, he yes, wants he to protect yeah. those pillar IP from getting into the hands 
of a Tencent. Indeed. And, and let me tell you something. He is serious about preserving the history of gaming, as we've seen with the backwards compatibility and all the work that they've put into. That goes into this as well. With <laughs> Activision Blizzard in a weakened state, knowing full well that the board over there was probably trying to figure out how they were going to get rid of Bobby, how they were going to clean shop, save their, save their company's name. Again, just last January, this company was it was over a hundred dollars per share. Okay, yeah. they had dropped into the sixties. Right, yes, that that yes. is a huge momentum swing. And again, I hate talking about money when it comes to gaming, but that's that's business. We would not well, be I gaming mean, right now. It's an important it, aspect it, of the conversation. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah. It is. So, what does Phil do? Phil looks at it, says, "Okay, normally we don't like to take these types of risks. Normally, we're not going to roll with a company who is deep in the mud right now." However, if we can take advantage of the situation, acquire some of the pillar franchises in the gaming world, and we can go ahead and remove the cancer that is also there at the same time, and then go ahead and get this company back to where it was and start allowing these devs, these, these human beings who have been put through so much to come out of this on the other side with a bright light, a bright future and get that name back again, then let's go ahead and do it. There's no better time than right now until, you know, we can't wait until a 10 cents comes in and swoops it up, right? Yeah. We can't wait for that kind of transaction to happen. Then we don't know what's going to happen. Phil uh, took this opportunity right now to capitalize on it. Again, Microsoft, 100 plus billion dollars sitting there losing value you have to make big purchases we knew it was coming we just didn't know what it was going to be we had our guesses wb obviously is the one i've been on the one man's been on we've talked about it numerous times wb still makes so much sense however at the end of the day this was just the right moment in time to make this happen and to acquire these huge franchises and allow things to not even allow to go in and clean complete house at the end of the day. Once this is complete, as you talked about boom in the last show, there's already been more mass firings today. Yes. They as are, a matter of fact, that, 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 that story yep. comes directly from the New York times, according to the New York times, dozens upon dozens, exact words of pink slips were handed out this morning. Yep. Say, and, and when this wow. is complete, the final, yeah, the final piece will be that top head. Yeah. yeah. They, they will cut, they will cut the head off. of the monster off for sure. Exactly. And, 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 be on and, their and way. bring this back. You yeah, know, no. I, I think yeah. Pong brought a good, um, he said a good thing, you know, about strong arming and kind of bringing, you know, game pass that was similar. If you think about it, when the Xbox started, right, we had the sports game made by Microsoft on the OG Xbox. Yes. And which apparently great, was, by the way. EA said, Hey, if you retire these games, we're going to come on the platform and bring Madden and so forth. So if you kind of look at this the same way, you know, you bring in, now you you know you have Call of Duty and you have all these other IPs and you find a way to now basically get on that platform. My my question is this, and I'll be interested is what does EA think and does maybe PlayStation go after Battlefield now and the, the roles kind of switch and say hey we want Battlefield on the PlayStation platform. That could be another conversation because I'm pretty sure EA is looking at this as well, even though EA and Microsoft do have a good relationship. Yeah, no, it's. It's an interesting conversation uh, and one that's going to continue. But listen, I want to grab Zemi Games, get him in here because he's got to bounce as well. He has an appointment that he has to get to. Zemi, you are have been a part of the Xbox Factor podcast for quite some time. And we've talked acquisitions. We've talked, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, the, 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 you know, being co-mayors 
of Speculation Town, which is again always seventy cotton candy on every corner, and and always Xbox wins. Uh, for you seeing this happen today, uh, how how big of a deal is this for Xbox gamers? Let let let, let, let let's bring it down and 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 move away from the industry aspect. I want I want to talk about what this means for Xbox gamers and get your opinion on how big of a deal it is for them. Well, I mean, you know, I, 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 overall, it's huge, right? And how it impacts each Xbox gamer individually is really just kind of based on what games that they like. I'm a huge Call of Duty fan. I've hated for years watching Sony uh, get exclusive content that, you know, Xbox players don't because I prefer to play Call of Duty on Xbox, right? Right. Um, so, so for me, it has a, it has a huge impact in the sense that, you know, I will very much likely, uh, not have to worry about those exclusivity, uh, you know, content deals, um, as far as, you know, Call of Duty is concerned with, um, with, uh, with PlayStation. Um, but just in general, man, I mean, it, it, it's huge. It's just huge across the board. And, and of course, just the fact that we're going to get, Call of Duty into Game Pass day and date, not have to pay that seventy dollars price tag. I, I've I've yet to buy Vanguard because I you know I just kind of refuse to pay seventy dollars for a multiplayer I'm not really into, and I'm really just wanting to play the game for the single player. Um, but that's not really going to be an issue going forward because hopefully you know all of those Call of Duty games are going to come into Game Pass and. Um, the next Overwatch is going to come into Game Pass. Potentially Diablo 4, if it gets ported over to console, is going to come to Game Pass. Yes. Um, so as, as an Xbox player, it just adds even more value into a service that we all look at as unbelievable value as of right now. And, and to Pong's point, Pong, I don't think it's the golden age of gaming anymore. I think very quickly it's turning into the Platinum or Onyx <laughs> age of gaming because it, it is, it's, it's looking very much uh, beyond gold, uh, golden at this point. Um, but one thing I did want to mention, and there's uh, quite a few points that I've uh, wrote down on some notes. One, one thing I did want to mention is, um, you know, we don't really know how this deal is going to work out, you know, in the general sense. We don't know if it's going to be one of like a situation that's kind of similar to uh, Bethesda in the sense that Bethesda is under the Xbox Microsoft umbrella, but they're kind of also set aside doing their own thing. You know what I mean? Um, you know, and, and if that is the case, I think the perfect leader for Activision Blizzard would probably be Mike Yabara. Yeah. Um, and. And they did. They did say that. Sorry, Zemi, not to interrupt, but they did say uh, Phil made that specific in the Xbox Wire that once the deal is complete, Xbox Blizzard will report directly to him. So gotcha. it is that it is the same as the Zenimax deal. You know, it's funny gotcha. you talk about that because you know you talk about leadership, Zemi, uh-huh. and how important it is. Uh, Mike Yabara uh, has been an Xbox uh, uh, higher up or a part of the hierarchy for many, many years before yeah. he went over to Blizzard. We know that his love of PC runs very, very deep, um, mm-hmm. and uh, so seeing him take over the head spot over there makes perfect sense. Uh, Sarah Bond potentially coming over. And running uh, uh, Activision to me seems like a, a, a no-brainer. I, I don't know, in fact, if that is going to happen or not. But Sarah Bond seems like uh, someone that fits. I mean, she's very smart. I mean, you have, you ever listen to her speak? She is always the smartest one in the room, and the energy that she brings for community and compassion that she has when you hear her speak 
is exactly what Activision would need. And yeah. I think that uh, she would be the perfect person to take over. And I, and I like that. I like the Mike Yabara pick. I think that he would be exactly what they needed to streamline. And, you, and again, leadership is going to play an unbelievably key aspect mm-hmm. to where these companies go moving forward. But continues, Emmy. Yeah, you know, absolutely leadership is. Another point that I wanted to bring up that I don't think anyone has brought up yet on the panel, uh, on this panel, or maybe the last one, I didn't watch all of the last show. Um, But esports is extremely important uh, in gaming. I mean, every year it just continues to grow. And for the longest time, Xbox, you know, during the 360 generation, especially where Call of Duty is concerned, uh, back in uh, Major League Gaming's heyday, uh, Xbox had, you know, a, a contract signed with MLG uh, that basically made it where at all of their events, uh, they were playing on Xbox consoles, right? But, uh, you know, uh, during the Xbox One generation, that flipped over to Sony, and Sony has Indeed. now had that for a very, very, very long time. And, you know, to me, I view that as a major area where xbox lost out on a lot of young gamers that are interested in going into esports now realistically most of them are not going to succeed but regardless of that that's a lot of young kids they do still have that dream today uh, of playing esports um but one thing that's really really interesting about this deal is that activision blizzard owns the call of duty league right um, and, and so having, you know, people in those arenas playing on Xbox consoles could be hugely beneficial to the Xbox brand and growing the platform and getting people to transition and convert back over to Xbox. Uh, not to mention uh, how that will, you know, be played on social media and, and on live streaming like Twitch. Um, not too long ago, we saw the first Halo uh, esports event and it was huge. You know, you had it was tremendous. Uh, yeah. It, Absolutely. It was huge. Like around 200,000, I think, uh, viewers total for the, for the event across multiple channels. Um, and then after the event, you know, like that following Monday, I looked and there were 17,000, right? So there, these esport events bring in a ton, a ton of viewership. And now Xbox, you know, not only do they have Halo, which did really, really well for them, they also now have Call of Duty, um, the, the Call of Duty League, which is going to be huge for them as well. Um, one, one, you know, one other thing I also wanted to mention as well is um, the implication that this is going to have on the industry, which is kind of, you know, something that, that was brought up for, for Pong and, and brought up for uh, Archimedes. I think this is going to have huge implications on the games industry. I mean, what Xbox literally has just done uh, is basically announced to Tencent, announced to Amazon, announced to Facebook, yep. Sony, Nintendo, that if you want to get some studios, the getting is right now. Now mm-hmm. is the perfect time to start acquiring these studios. And I think that it, it, there's a high likelihood that we're going to see this be you know, the opening of the floodgate potentially of a lot more acquisitions for other studios. Seeing Tencent now go out and start gobbling up some people, seeing Amazon go out and start gobbling up uh, some some studios as well as Sony. Um, Because this is going to put a lot of pressure on Sony and it's going to put a lot of pressure on Amazon and and any other company that's even remotely thinking about getting into the gaming industry, you know, in any way seriously, this is going to put a lot of pressure on them. 
one more thing I kind of wanted to bring up as as well is um, the the idea that Xbox needs to be very very careful with their press statements as as they move along with these uh, with this Activision Blizzard deal. Yeah, and the reason I say that is for very obvious reasons. Uh, you know, Activision is is uh, a really hot piece of coal right now that no one should probably want to carry for very you know very long, but. There is a lot of conversation about unionization in this industry right now. And a lot of that conversation is surrounding Activision Blizzard. And I can just speculate that one of the very last things Microsoft as a very successful company is going to want to do is unionize Activision Blizzard. And so how do you navigate around that? How do you do the right thing, but also still navigate around that to, to you know, uh, do some damage control and make sure that the press isn't, you know, well, I, I th- you know what, that's a great, that is a, an incredible co- uh, co- uh, conversation that we're about to have. I mean, we did not mention that. And again, that's the human element that, that we yep. gets lost a lot. And I'm very, I'm very, very proud and happy that you brought that into, into the conversation because the one thing that we know about uh, Microsoft is their culture. They're, 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 they're a cultured company and it's incredibly important for for them as as a whole and they they are the they're one of the big leaders in this industry mm-hmm. uh, and microsoft specifically leading the charge in how you you treat your employees how the culture is important how where you're from doesn't matter and what color of your skin the inclusive behavior and ideology behind microsoft is literally second to none i would say that maybe maybe you see something similar to apple i can't speak on apple because i don't know them that well i can speak on microsoft we know that their culture and their behavior is important to them i think what this does for the people that were reeling and suffering working under the horrendous leadership at both Blizzard and Activision are going to breathe a sigh of relief. Now, again, Mm -hmm. change isn't going to come overnight. That is for certain. But again, just look at what the the Times posted. Dozens upon dozens people already fired as of this morning. And that is not that that's just the tip of the iceberg, Sammy. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, absolutely it is. And and I can tell you right now that if I was a game developer, uh, you know, programmer, artist, writer, you know, whatever, game designer, and if I was working, if I had my choice between a Microsoft-owned studio or an Activision uh, Blizzard-owned studio, I would go with Microsoft any day of the week, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the way that they treat their employees is is night and day compared to Activision Blizzard from from the reports that we've seen. Um, but I, I do think it's going to be interesting to watch and see how Xbox is going to or Microsoft is going to go and kind of navigate around because things are going to get really a lot better for Activision Blizzard. Of course, it's going to take time. Uh, these things always do, but they are going to get a lot better. Their culture is, is going to get a lot cleaner and, and so on and so forth. Um but I think still a lot of press outlets are going to be still pushing and maybe even, you know, potentially some employees are still going to be pushing for unionization. And I think it's going to be really interesting to see how Microsoft kind of moves around in that ecosystem. How do they, how do they make, you know, people's lives and jobs you know, more enjoyable and easier at this company while also not fully adopting a union because that I think would probably be the last thing that they would want to do. Um, but overall, sorry for bringing it, you know, the, the conversation down, but I, I just thought no, it was an interesting point of view. Um, 
overall, this is this is going to be huge for for Xbox. I mean, I I, I don't know if this is the biggest uh, gaming acquisition in history, but it, I don't know. It kind of seems like it might be. Um, but but you know, the same benefits that we that we talked about whenever they acquired Bethesda ring true right now today, right? Um, we're we're going to see Activision Blizzard Studios working with Microsoft Studios and Activision Blizzard for whatever we want to say about them. And there's a lot of negative things we could say about them. But one thing that they know how to do really, really well is make smooth uh, first person shooter gameplay. Right. Uh, make incredible uh, isometric uh, games that I don't really play very much. Hashtag Diablo. But um, but. But that type of those skills and that knowledge is then going to be available to all other Xbox studios, which is going to be incredibly exciting across the board. This is huge for Xbox. This is also huge for just the industry as a whole. I mean, it's incredible news. Well, listen, brother, I know you got to get on out of here. Yeah. I want to thank you for taking the time to jump back in here. Obviously, you've been a big part of, of the Xbox Factor podcast and, and Double Barrel Gaming as a whole. So uh, by all means, before you get on out of here, brother, sell your brand. Tell everyone where they can check out Zemi Games and more importantly, your incredible YouTube channel known as The Constant Gamer. Yeah, absolutely. So Constant Gamer on YouTube, I uh, have been kind of pulling back from that. Uh, the, the videos are still up for anyone that wants to go watch. Um, uh, but uh, but yeah, it's Constant Gamer on YouTube. There's game reviews, um, some news videos, a lot of tutorial videos. So if you need any help with uh, troubleshooting Xbox issues, you know, swing by the Constant Gamer YouTube channel. Uh, and then, of course, you guys can also follow me on uh, Twitter at Zimmy Games. And I uh, post, you know, just gaming related content, also some personal stuff on there as well. Uh, so feel free to uh, follow me on Twitter at, uh, at Zimmy Games as well. Boom. It's been a pleasure coming back on the show today and, and talking about this uh, amazing uh, Xbox related news. Um, and uh, hopefully I'll be back on sooner rather than later. Absolutely, brother. And you're always welcome here. Good to see you, Zemi. Yeah, enjoy the yeah. rest of the day, brother. Take it easy, bro. Let's, uh, yeah. let's get crazy glue gaming in here. And then we're going to get to uh, um, Mav and Joanna Dark. And then we'll bring in Fuzzy Bill over here. Just jumped into the conversation. Crazy Lou, uh, you saw the news. And you, like many of us, just kind of sat in your seat. And, like, it just... Wow. I, I know you thought it was fake at first. Like, is oh, this he went, he went and took a shower and started singing. <laughs> yes, I did. That's what Louis does. Yeah, literally, <laughs> like after, after that news came out, I was like, yeah, I need to take a shower. Yeah, I need to get fresh enough. You don't look too pretty. Yeah, seriously, I jumped in the shower. <laughs> but, man, I mean. Crazy you bought the good soap out. Yeah, but, uh, yeah oh, got I got the, the good, good stuff. Soap. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> but man, I mean, like, like I was telling you this morning, I like woke up, you know, said good morning to everybody as I usually do. And then I was like, you know, what? I need to do exercise just to get the energy fun. So yeah, I started doing my jumping jacks, you know, me and my sexy boxer shorts and my tennis shoes, because since I'm at home, you know, I was like, don't mind jumping jacks here. Nice and nice and easy, you know, jumping. And then after 100, I see this post on, on a group. And so I sent it to Team XBR and WhatsApp, and they're like, nah, that's not true. I was like, mm, I don't know. This I've got a feeling, though. Two minutes later, Phil Spencer announces, we are just acquired Activision Blizzard. Like, what? I was like, no way. I was like, no. And I'll be honest with you, though. This is actually a big move. I mean, I, I you know, last week, I, it was the last week, boom, or two weeks ago, I was on the show. We were talking about acquisitions, and we never, none of us talked about 
Activision. Like if these no. guys were gonna buy Activision, it, it, I think it was the one studio or pair of yeah. studios that are were leaps around leaps and bounds away from our brain pan. Like this, I, I, I out of a hundred guesses, I don't think we would have ever said this. Nope. Nope. Never. Because we were all stuck up on the issues they were having because all the all the yeah. all the legal issues they're having and stuff like that. We never thought this would be a good move for them to buy this this big company with all these awesome IPs. I mean, look, nobody's doesn't mention StarCraft. StarCraft is one of my wow. Whew, one of my favorite RTS games uh, and, and World of Warcraft, all that stuff. Wow, it's amazing. When I when this news came, I was like, damn, these guys just bought pretty much everything. I mean, yeah, because the 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 players, what the people when you go to PlayStation, right? And you see what games they play the most is Call of Duty. And it's amazing when they just buy this. I mean, I was like, whoa, they just bought pretty much the whole video game industry right now. Pretty much. They bought pretty much everybody just to come on and join our side right now. And it's going to be amazing just watching all these games coming down to Game Pass. It's going to be amazing. All this stuff is going to happen. I mean, right now, the, the, the Xbox catalog just got huge. I mean, not only for PC, also on mobile games like you guys were talking about. Um, also, I mean, you know how Battle.net works, which is Battle.net is pretty cool. Can you imagine Microsoft grabbing Battle.net ideas and doing all that? That's, that's gonna be pretty awesome, though. I mean, wow, I'm, I'm actually extremely happy that this move happened. I mean, I wasn't expecting it either, I thought it was gonna be or WB or whatever yeah. born wanted was Sega, Sega, or yeah. yeah, I was expecting all that, but I never expected that Activision Blizzard was gonna be bought by Microsoft. It's like wow, I'm I'm still I'm still putting my hands on my head. I was like, oh my god, I mean seriously, I, I just quit doing exercises. I was like jumping around in my room. I mean, I, I think I did all the exercises by jumping around. I did flips. I did all that stuff this morning, no joke. And after that, of course, I took my shower. But yeah, really happy that this actually happened. Yeah, it was it was just awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Mav, let's get your opinion on this, brother. Uh, you have an incredible YouTube channel. You have a lot of shows. I mean, you even, you even trump me, and I, and I do three live shows a week. Uh, you, you're constantly talking about the industry. We, you know, the, the acquisition conversation, Pong and I uh, have on a weekly basis because it, it is a real conversation. It, mm-hmm. it is not, you know, sure, we, we get in our feelings because, you know, we want a company to make B game, right? And we're, and we're just gamers, so that's what yeah. we're going to do. But my God, um, you know, we've been hearing for weeks, for months uh, throughout last year uh, that the next acquisition that Microsoft was going to make was going to trump Bethesda and it was going to be a publisher. Uh, We I I, I don't think and I really true honestly mean this as much. I, I read 10 to 15 to 20 articles per day preparing for these shows. And in all of my research that I do daily for the channel. I don't think I would have ever put this kind of an acquisition, this one specifically, at the top of any list. It had been the bottom, if not even on the list. How big of a deal is this for Xbox? It is. It's a game changer. Literally, yes. Yes, in the in literal sense of from everything. I mean, you want to say bigger than Zenimax Bethesda? How about ten times the value? Ten times, indeed. And. Almost ten times, right? Now, any of it, who who could have predicted that? You know, uh, we we're thinking about oh, like Techland, IOI, you know, like uh, Avalanche, all these things, and they come out and say Activision Blizzard yes. going out and getting 
all of these massive, huge IPs, and that's what it's about, right? Um, it's also about a lot of the things that these guys said here, too, game preservation, and uh, um, didn't want them to get scooped up because, you know, that was on the table after that. It was a Wall Street Journal, I think, back in November, actually had that article saying that they were going to be susceptible to a takeover, possibly, right? Um, they just updated their uh, their article saying that after that is when Microsoft approached um, Activision Blizzard about this. And it seems like there's probably going to be like uh, some more hope now for a lot of those employees, right? Uh, a lot more hope than they've had in the past uh, year or so with all of the stuff going on. Now they have something to look forward to a, 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 and an immediate change of when Microsoft fully takes ownership. And, and you best believe they're already making a lot of these shifts and changes now behind the scenes. As of yesterday, the, the those layoffs happened a day before this announcement. That's no coincidence, right? Um, they're trying to remove all the toxicity out of that company with the last piece finally getting out of there right as, as soon as it uh, goes forward in June. But I, I want to think about what this means for games as well, right? A Warzone, one of the most streamed and talked about franchises, the one of the most popular games out there is going to be tied to the Xbox brand. You know how much marketing they can do for all of their franchises and everything through something like that? How much marketing can they do for all of their franchises through Candy Crush? I mean, think about all the moms and the dads and the grandparents and everybody out there that's just on Candy Crush sitting there every single day just mindlessly like a zombie clicking and tasty. You know, like <laughs> it's that's what they're doing, right? And then they see an oh, ad no, for Game great. Pass. Game Pass. That's great. I love what's, it. What's Game Pass? You know, like what's Game Pass? Never heard of this. You know, oh, I'm going to get the Series S for my granddaughter. You know, like all these things have such crazy amount of value people don't understand. I mean, you got commercials all over the place for yep. call of duty and candy crush and yep. and you know they got they got something for everybody you got diablo coming you know which is that for that more hardcore you know pc gamer as well but getting it on console rod ferguson can't escape microsoft right he, he tried to get <laughs> yeah. away you know now he's sitting over there at blizzard and i'm like okay well i guess next year i'm a microsoft employee again i guess it is what it is right um but yeah they just keep doing these things and like it's it's amazing to think about the stable of IP now. And back when Zenith Max Bethesda, that whole deal happened, my mind went to like, what's now possible? What's now possible in the future of, of, of this industry with these games all being owned by the same corporation? You're going to have potentially um, Halo stuff show up in a Call of Duty game. You can have Call of Duty stuff show up in a Halo game, Gears of War uh, marketed stuff in Call of Duty. You can have all of these things. You can have uh, the next StarCraft have uh, a Halo's uh, Star uh, Halo Wars spinoff uh, type content. You know, you could have so many so many different scenarios. How about get the StarCraft team to be your R RTS creator for all of your yes. franchises? Yes. Well, they'll they'll oh. they'll you know well, they, they, they would probably join World's Edge. You know, yes. and bringing back because World's Edge obviously handles all of the uh, the RTS type of deals and StarCraft 
if that were to come back in in, in modern consoles, because you know, again, one of the big big rumors is that uh, World I'm World of Warcraft, um, that RTS uh, uh, that just uh, something Age four, of Empires Age 4. of Empire Four that's yep. coming to console. Yeah, it is. Yep. Right, that that's that's pretty much a thing, and uh, you know, you know, the, I, I'm gonna bring uh, Mr. Joanna Darkin after you, uh, Mav, because I, I want him to, to specifically talk about one aspect. But Mav, you're onto something. RTS in PC world is huge, yep. and for Microsoft to have a huge a part of that now, and getting an IP, a legendary developer like Blizzard, yes, have they had their problems? Sure. That CEO stepped down, so he's gone. They need to still clean house, but you know what? They have Mike Ybarra there. They have uh, the head of uh, the former head of Gears there as well, working on Diablo Four, uh, in Rod Ferguson. Uh, they, they, you know, they have some pieces, and 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 we could see a a, a quick turnaround. But you're you're on to something with this RTS uh, angle. Yeah, I mean, there's so many different parts. That's just one aspect. And then you go mm-hmm. into like World of Warcraft, and then War, and then Warcraft, and and all of these different franchises that they have. I mean, it's like absolutely mind blowing when you start digging into it, right? Um, I like uh, I think y'all mentioned Spyro and and uh, Crash Bandicoot yes. and, and all these things too. Do you know you're also solving a problem of have having those E for everyone type Indeed games as well. You, are. you got the kart racer potentially. Uh, you can all all of a sudden with Crash Bandicoot racing, you could have a new one and implement a bunch of uh, Microsoft IP characters into there as well. That's my kart uh, racer I've been calling for. That's right. There's so there's so much potential with this in in the future. I, I just think it's uh, absolutely amazing and um i'm hoping for the best for the company i'm hoping that this really does affect the culture over yeah. time and they yeah. really get things corrected and get back to where we can just talk about their amazing games because ultimately that's what we all care about at yeah. the end of the day when we when we're yeah. booting up our console or our pc or whatever and we're looking for stuff to play these these franchises mean a lot to us right and we yeah. want to see them invested in it big time and we want them made by companies that do the right thing as well oh. right so it's gonna be amazing and i boom i'm gonna have to get out of here though because i gotta get uh, yeah brother go go take care of business brother oh, we'll so get you on out of here thank you so much brother and if you if you're not already subscribed everyone's information is going to be there please continue to support uh my brothers here uh some that have already gone mav uh you know talk about what you know, it's, you, know you, you got something happening tonight i, I think you're going to drop that so you, you have a a reaction uh some sort of a cast talk about that before you get on yeah. out of here i'm still working on putting it together because we've got so much going on but i'm we're gonna have a show tonight uh yeah. it'll be a special edition of xbox ultimate podcast excellent so tune in to fun speculation later because we're gonna have a lot to say with a lot of i know a lot of uh our my family over there all you know the three beds everyone's gonna want to talk about and, this and, yeah, yeah sure. everybody wants to talk about this we're gonna give everybody a chance to chime in and and see uh what their take is on all this and um, it's a good day for Xbox. It's a good day for gaming, and uh, I, I can't wait to see how this all unfolds. It's yeah. going to be exciting. Yeah, Mr. Joanna Dark, brother, let's get you in on the conversation. But I kind of want I want to I want to pose an angle for you to attack. Uh, one of the things missing from Xbox Game Pass uh, was their family friendly games, and we know that they've been working to get more of those in here. But this. Toy, uh, Toys for, for Bob is a studio. I'm going to be honest with you. Forget the fact, forget the angle that I'm going with. Uh, we, we're potentially going to get a, a new Banjo-Kazooie from those guys. Because that's what I think is going to happen. But I think that, in my opinion, that's the gem. 
That is the gem. They're a talented studio that were taken off making games for kids to go to support Call of Duty. And I know for we saw articles that they were not happy with that. And it appears that they're going to go back to, I mean, again, we can assume they're going to go back to doing what they do best. Does this acquisition potentially fill, uh, you know, a, a spot on the Xbox Game Pass roster that's missing? 100%. If you look at Toys for Bob, not only do they do Crash Bandicoot, Spiral, they've also done things like Pandemonium, which is an old PS1 game. Um, they've done games like 101 Dalmatians. So here you have a studio that can literally bring you content that's great for family. Um, and then you pair them maybe along with, you know, I think Mav put a good point, right? They have a mobile um, studio in King. And one of the things you can do now is how can you also take those experience similar to what Nintendo was trying to do with their IPs of saying, hey, let me provide you a mobile experience of, of an IP like of Call of Duty, um, you know, and how can I then say, oh, hey, you know what? I like this. How about I check out this Xbox ecosystem? And another good point for this as well is um, now that you have these types of, of developers under you, how can you, you know, get Game Pass to now, you know, provide experiences that are made for the cloud? That's another thing that we have to look at. Um, yeah. I think Jess Corden put up a good point a while ago that some of the experiences there are not all suited for the cloud. So now how can you take some experiences and put it out there? But I think Toys for Bob kind of fills that because, you know, we know we have Double Fine and they make some amazing things. But we've seen Tim Schafer talk about that they want to do their own things. They want to continue to do some of the great creative, uh, creative things that they're doing with their with Double Fine. So I think Toys for Bob can take some of the existing IPs that Microsoft maybe wants to come back along with what they have now and kind of just provide that content to, to users. You know, I would love to see, you know, as much as I joke, I would love to see Toys for Bob tackle maybe... First, a remake of Conquer to see, you know, I know we have live and reloaded, but give me something different, uh, maybe a reimagining as well, and see what we can do there. Um, you know, Spiral, that's another great thing, and see how they can kind of cross-pollinate Skylanders. You know, could we see something, not in the sense of bringing actual physical toys, but maybe something that exists within some of those IPs, you know, bringing crossovers that make sense um with mascots uh, maybe a mascot racer maybe we can finally get that mascot racer where we you know we have senua there in the cart you know i we, would <laughs> love it I, I you know what i i i think you're onto something here because that is again it's it's one of those microsoft now when you step back right and you look at the ips the iconic ips and characters they have it is just it's astounding. It is astounding how many IPs that they have. And all I can see is that as, as consumers, we are going to win yep. tenfold. No matter what you are into, there's going to be something for you on Xbox Game Pass and more than just one. Yeah, and I think another point too, you know, you know as I've been watching the show and watching Twitter, you know, yes, it's coming over to the Xbox platform, but remember, Game Pass is a platform, like Sarah Bond said. Yes. And this is available sure on anything. You know, as a parent, I can go in, you know, later on when everything comes in, have my daughter sit down on one of her iPads or Android tablet and play these experiences. Um, it's not being gated where I may need to buy a PlayStation. I may need the remote play app. It's available anywhere you want. And yep. I think that's the way you reach those three billion that Phil Spencer's been talking about is by having something like this under your umbrella. And again, you're reinvesting on game pass so you can literally have those titles that you know eventually as business is right 
you're still going to have those deals that, hey, I want to make this game specifically to my console for X amount of years. So you just keep reinvesting it. That way you're also making that money and bringing it in home instead of having to sometimes maybe give out those deals and pay more for those deals to bring certain games on Game Pass. Yeah. I, you know what? I, 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 I think you're onto something. And, uh, you know, obviously when you, when you make the circle smaller, and I'm talking about the industry, Microsoft has uh, has has figured out a way that maybe you're onto something. Maybe they're not spending as much as they they said they would in the past on these Game Pass deals because look what they have already. Do, do, do the the question is who who loses and wins here? Who is reaching out to Microsoft to get their game on Xbox Game Pass because so many millions of players are now going to be flocking to it? It's tw- it's been confirmed at 25 million. I think we're going to see more than that. Also, another thing is, you know, you look at Bethesda, right? Prior to getting acquired, they were making these games to monetize things. Yes. So now when you have Microsoft and the backing of Xbox with that, you know, and Game Pass, you're now thinking about how do you create amazing, engaging experiences and not worry about the monetization because the monetization will come when you have amazing content. Um, And I think that's going to reinvigorate all the IPs that they have there that they can definitely bring back players that used to love them so much yeah no absolutely let's get fuzzy belvedere and then we're going to get everyone's final opinion and we'll get everyone out of here fuzzy uh i want you to continue your point from the earlier show that you were on um where where does this uh this acquisition this this season of acquisitions end for microsoft is this the end (laughs) of the road or could we potentially see some more back-end studios as this monster deal comes through? Because a lot of the deal that we talked about last night on the on primetime gaming, like IO Interactive is is private. They're 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 not they're not publicly traded. So that right. deal could have gone down. Few few of the studios that they're working with are not publicly traded companies, and they won't have to go through this rigmarole, which they're going to have to go through with this one. Right. Could we actually see them get to 40, 45, 50 studios? I think we can. Um, I think it's just a matter of timing for the most part. Uh, this deal being the size that it is, is going to take some time. Yeah. Some eyes got to look over it and whatnot. But I think the big thing is going to be um, Game Pass is a monster. Any subscription service is a monster. Not in a bad way, but in, yeah. in the sense that you always have to feed content to your consumer to keep on growing those numbers and keep people subscribed. So yep. I, I think it doesn't end until they reach a constant flow like we were always talking about oh they'll have a game every quarter i think now we can get to the point where they can have a new ip well not necessarily a new ip but a new first party title like almost every month in the next couple of years type of deal without having much of a a hiccup if they have to delay a game or anything along those lines they'll have game after game lined up but i think the the big thing is going to be like uh kind of like what uh, I think it was Mav that said it earlier, or maybe it was Pond that said it earlier about it being a game changer. Th- this definitely is a game changer in the sense that I I, I kind of ponder what Sony's going to do at this point. Yep. And it's not that they're you know doomed or anything by that means, but they have to respond in some fashion because and I, I made the prediction about Sarah Bond going over to Activision and didn't realize the acquisition was the way that she might run Activision Blizzard. But my, my other prediction was that Amazon being the behemoth that they are, and yeah, they may not have as much liquid assets as, as Microsoft does on hand, but they do have a, a, a pretty stout piggy bank. 
Yeah. I foresee some sort of partnership or acquisition of Sony eventually, and it's and it's not just for gaming. It's also for the entertainment uh, entertainment industry because Prime is a subscription service as well. Indeed. Um, yeah. But uh, I I think looking at the big picture as far as Microsoft reaching eventually 50 studios, I can totally see it. I can totally see some of these studios breaking off into sub studios where they may have a particular focus where they do episodic content. Because remember that it come up before uh, back when Hitman was uh, talking about doing like an episodic setup for I think it was Hitman 2. there's definitely that potential. And I, I think IO is that team that will probably eventually be rolled into the fold. Yep. I think uh, Avalanche is another one of those. It's, it's almost like Microsoft is testing the waters, you know, put them to task, see how they, they turn out, you know, kind of hands off, but with, you know, a, 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 a scope of guidance. It's like, okay, this is what we want. This is what we're looking for. You build your interpretation or your vision of this and then see where it goes. And, you know, if it winds up hitting uh, or or being a big success, I, th- I think it winds up being that they, you know, here here's here's you know the the keys to the big house. You're you're part of the family now, type of yeah. thing. Um, but it, their road onto you know, I think you said they're at 38 now with this. Yeah, I believe I believe, I believe with the support studios, yeah. it's been confirmed that they're at 38. Yeah, wow. it, it, there's definitely room for them to reach 40 or 50, like. It just add an IO and 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 Avalanche is go get them to the forty, but I think fifty would be that sweet spot. But it may not be in this year or the next year. You or know, it's next fu- it, years, it's but. funny you talk about that. I literally just had something drop on my feed live on the air. Forbes just dropped a story that the next one could be Bungie. Oh wow! There's a much better relationship <laughs> at this point between Microsoft. Isn't and Bungie? that ridiculous? I mean, this coming from happens. Forbes, I'm not. I'm not making this up, folks. It literally just dropped into wow. my. Yeah, I seriously doubt that. I mean, with with everything Bungie's got going on with Destiny right now, for them to go back, I mean, they literally got rid of Activision recently, and their yeah. whole game plan. They don't. Destiny is too big for them at this point to bring go back into the fold and then have someone else dictate what they're going to do with the yeah. game. Yeah, no, you're right, but I'm I just saying again, it's just, it just it's just food for thought because they just they just dropped it. But fuzzy, great, great stuff. Any anything else you'd like to add, brother, before we get to the round robin and your favorite pick of of the studios to come to Xbox Game uh, uh, Game Studios? No, no, I, I, I'm still unpacking this in my head. It, it's this is going to take some time for us all to kind of. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually I've been podcasting for so long and trying to I'm starting to get a migraine, uh, which is not good. But uh, you know, Pong, let's go to you first, brother. Um, this is this is a monster deal. Uh, I again I think we're all gonna be talking about this for weeks and months to come, uh, of of what, what happens next, right? You know, out of all the studios that they have acquired, what what is the one that jumps off the page for you? Boy, that's a big question. I I'm I'm going to go back and again, a couple points here, a couple quick points on yeah, everything yeah, that everybody yeah, said yeah. that kind of goes into this. First of all, back in 2019, uh, there was um, an investor call. Uh, I believe it was an investor call and subsequent articles written about Activision Blizzard and where they were going. And in 2019, they say it had new IPs in the pipeline, new IPs. We talk yes. about all the studios being on Call of Duty um, and uh, that kind of stuff, but they confirmed that they have new IPs in the pipeline. Phil talked about their roadmap today as well. Of course, they got to see that 
through the purchase process, much like they did with Zenimax. So they know what's coming up. So there is stuff coming in the pipelines. Also, one last point is that Phil is a gamer at heart. Yeah, that's the sure great is. part about having him in this position, which which why I bring that up. Everybody knows that. Right. But why I bring that up is because Phil knows and hears and probably feels a lot of the same way we do about what Activision Blizzard has done to some of their franchises and yep. about what has gone on as far as the actual games go and the IP not being utilized and putting all the studios on a Call of Duty, uh, all the brokenness about a Call of Duty. That's going to all change because Phil understands that they need to bring Activision Blizzard back to its glory years. And in order to do so, that means doing something different than they've been done recently yes it's still a money making that's why everybody's on call of duty because it makes so much money they gener uh, generated over eight billion dollars in revenue okay they th that's part of the equation but phil knows there's a lot to be done as far as talent wise and letting those devs get back to what they do which is create new ip or go back to their old existing ip and bring them forward again. And I think that that's part of this plan here. When you add 10,000, nearly 10,000 employees with that much talent, I think you got the potential to really set the world on fire uh, as far as bringing new games to us or reviving old franchises. And I yep. think that's going to be a huge, huge yeah. part of this at the end of the day. And I think those devs are going to be screaming, uh in happiness uh when, when that well, i mean if out. you if you look at you know to your point and yep. you bring up a great one mm -hmm. let's talk about high noon uh, high moon studios Beanox, yep. ravensoft treyarch instead of making them and that's what it was making them develop call of duty could you imagine if you handed each one of these uh, uh if they came and they said phil this is what we want to work on and you gave them x to work on how incredible yep. those studios still to this day are yep exactly and, and and why i said my points will answer your question here i'm gonna go back to an older studio that not many people think about anymore because they've become a support studio for call of duty and that's raven ah yes great pick dude they look, made some great games look dude. star wars jedi knight 2 soldier of fortune so, okay oh, wow and, they worked on Quake. Okay. Yeah. They, did Mar they did Marvel Ultimate Alliance. They did yep. X-Men Origins Wolverine. Which, which by the way, is probably game. one of the best Wolverine games, maybe Marvel games ever. Correct. They worked on, they they created Singularity, which was a lost Dude, gem of that Xbox is 360. Such a great awesome. Game. Yes. I remember yes. that. That game yes. was amazing. Fantastic game that not many people played because there was just so much out there to play at the time. Look, the studio, I, I don't know how much of the original team is still there, but this studio's history alone has me excited that if they can if this acquisition can go through and gets approved. And Xbox can step on, Phil and his team can step in and say, look, you studios, we don't need you all on Call of Duty. We're not going to do that anymore. We even may give Call of Duty a break every once in a while. Look, Raven, go do what you do. Go back to creating original IP. Or if you want to go back to some of your old stuff, let us know. We just want you back to the creative part of this industry. 
I would love to see it. So Ravens, my pick out of all these. I, I just, I, there's so many. I mean, Treyarch, obviously, all that kind of stuff is there. But I love Raven, and I hope they're allowed to go back uh, and just start creating again instead of being a support studio for I, all of them. I, I love it. Neil Mental, yeah. let's get your opinion on this, brother. Uh, out of all of the studios that are listed underneath, and there's quite a few of them, what, what jumps off the page for you, brother? What, 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 what's the, wow. I, I'm so glad that they are Microsoft. First of all, the fact that we're saying Treyarch is Microsoft first party <laughs> is freaking bonkers. But for, what, what, what's your pick, bro? I, I, bro, I'm speechless. <laughs> I mean, literally, I mean, you know, I love it. that's great. At the end of the day, this is business. I mean, this is our passion. We love video games, but from their standpoint, this is not, checkers this is chess yeah and this one move i mean you, you see it when you watch chess it's like okay he made this one move this guy's like, okay well i know in nine moves i got checkmate so we're gonna stop playing we're just gonna wipe the board and start over i mean this is literally the same thing i mean between again like facebook or meta is dropping 10 billion dollars a year for the next year the next 10 years on their stuff and they've already in that press release they're already talking about meta so, I mean, you know, could you imagine if you get an actual Call of Duty game that's in VR? You know, I, I mean, I don't have a pick because literally any single studio nine moves ahead could be so massive for them. I mean, you know, Treyarch is great. I would love for them to buy Ubisoft and fix my beloved Division franchise. <laughs> you slide Treyarch into that. Oh, like, I, I, this is like Christmas, dude. I mean, th- 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 it, I'm speechless. Again, the, the, the magnitude of this is just insane. It's just insane. And- yeah, it, it really is. Look, I, I'll throw my pick out there. I mean, I could say Toys for Bob. I can say Infinity Ward because they're just great. I love Beanox. If you remember, remember the Spider-Man games that they did? Holy yeah. shit, those were so freaking good. Yep. But the one that jumps off the page, the, the 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 dark horse here for me is High Moon because of the Transformer games. I mean, mm. they were dope AF. I mean, again, Raven, Treyarch, Beanox, Infinity War, Demonware. It just it's it's just bananas. Let's get Joanna Dark, uh, your opinion, brother. What jumps off the page for you as your favorite pick of the studios? So I know Pong Sol said, uh, you know, Raven, and of course, that's mine as well. But also, people didn't know, Raven also worked on Heretic, which is... Yes, yes. I didn't read that because most people would never even recognize that. (laughs) Yes. Imagine you take those IPs and you bring them back to the old Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I'm just excited across the board what they've acquired and some of the IPs that are there and what they can do in reimagining them, bringing them back to the fold. Or they even they own the Tenchu, by the way. I'm sorry? They own the Chen- Tenchu franchise. If we can Tenchu. 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 Give Tenchu to Arcane. Me and yes. my brother, Neil Mental, imported that from a queen's shop when it first came out. You give me Tenchu and give it to Arcane. And you bring that into the fold, oh my bro. I'm there. I'm there. Day Rap. one. Day one. Um, yeah. um, you Where know, is the pre-order. I have to say, <laughs> I have to say, toys for Bob's, and the reason is, I'm ready for a Banjo Kazooie. I understand everyone has their taste, and some people think it's a terrible game. I love it. Um, I love it, 
And if I can get Conquer back. Oh, yeah. If I can get Conquer and let me get Blinks and put, you know, I, I got the title ready. Conquer and Blinks, Furries Through Time. There, there, there it is. Yeah, there you go, brother. <laughs> uh, it's, so it's, it's, it's definitely, um, I think I'm excited overall with um, what's coming and hopefully what these students can do. And all that talent that's there is now used to actually um, bring some great experiences um, to many people across the platform. Yeah, you know, I, I you know, I, we, you know, we talked about, um, you know, the the culture coming to, uh, you know, the, the to you know the the Microsoft culture coming to the studios and the employees who get overlooked in these conversations, which we did not do here. I'm very proud of the way that we handled it, both in the last show and this show, because, like I said, uh, the human element is 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 sometimes uh, forgotten. Um, the, the fact that Microsoft is known for allowing their developers to do what they love creates incredible IP, creates incredible, uh, games for us to enjoy. And that was lost at Activision Blizzard for years because they yep. were forced to be these money-making machines mm -hmm. for COD. And yep. now we're going to see, and again, it's it's like anything. It's, it's going to take time. But every one of these studios are going to get a chance to shine. And I, I, I'm very, very excited. Crazy Lou Gaming, for you, brother, what jumps off the page as your favorite oh, studio man. that you're most if, looking forward to? If if I look all to all this and Activision stuff, I mean, I'm, I was looking on the list. You got True Crime. I, I wish True Crime could come back and they, they could make True Crime games again. Mm. I miss True Crime games. They should make also more Tony Hawk games. I miss the pro skating games. I, I used to love to play Tony Hawk back in the day. Oh man, and the list goes on and on. But really, I mean, what Pond said, Raven, Raven, those guys need to work on their own stuff. Because when he mentioned Heritage, Tenchu, oh man, just hearing Tenchu, I was like, oh my God, that reminds me back in the day where I used to play Tenchu. I was mad crazy about Tenchu, but yeah, I agree with, the, with all you guys on what needs to come back. But seriously, we need them to work on it again on a new true crime. Okay, game. let me correct that. myself before we all get excited. Never mind. Tenchu was sold back to From Software. Oh, so, oh yeah. yeah. Sorry, everybody. Sorry, everybody. I just All I reconfirmed. Right. Somebody said oh. in the chat. Thank you, okay. chat. No, no, Once no, again, no. that's Listen, why we, we love you. We, we get it wrong sometimes. Activision <laughs> did own Tenchu, but that's why Sekiro <laughs> started as a Tenchu game and eventually became Sekiro. No, I mean, so yeah. I, I thought it had been licensed, mm. but they actually did sell. So okay, no, no, listen. Also, another brother. thing is. Um, a lot of people in the chat were putting Sekiro is not owned by Activision. It's owned by From Software, similar from to software. the whole, um, you know, yeah. thing with Insomniac, where Microsoft published the game, Activision published the game, but From Software owns the IP, kind of like yeah. Sunset Overdrive. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Cedric H, a uh, good friend of the show, says, uh, "Does Activision uh, Activision also owns Bloody Roar? Do you remember Bloody Roar? Wow, yeah, that, that was a, was a great was PlayStation gonna, One game. Oh was my god, I imported that, that. That was so freaking good. Look, we 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 we're gonna again. This is this is first of all. Before Ooh, we does that mean that they also have a studio that can make fighting games? Yeah, well, I mean, the, I mean, we, we were going to talk about it, and obviously, this news happened. Uh, the the rumor, and 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 Jez Corden reported this, and he said it, it is not confirmed, but Bandai Namco is supposedly working on the Killer Instinct reboot. 
and we know oh, wow. what they've done. So I don't know if wow. that's going to come to fruition or not. Uh, that would be pretty dope because they do make tech and they do make Soul Calibur and they do make Dragon Ball uh, Z fighters. And I understand that those are very different games, but because they're all different, I think that they could make a Killer Instinct that is the Killer Instinct that we want because it's it's Killer Instinct is so unique as a fighter. There's nothing yep. like it, like Mortal Kombat. It, it, these are these are experiences that you only find in said game. So again, that we were going to talk about that, but then this news happened. Uh, real quick, folks. Um, we got a thousand people in the chat, which again, we broke records left and right on the Xbox Factor podcast, both the special edition and this. Uh, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, uh, appeal to your uh, humanity. I am 359 subs away from 10,000. Wow, I don't know how many here are subbed or not subbed, I don't have that information. I could find out eventually. But if you're not subscribed and you're enjoying the conversation, I, I say give the channel a chance. Uh, there is no console warring here. It's three live shows a week. Every week on time with new content. I write all of my own material. I do all my own research. I do uh, double and triple checks on everything. Like Pong, if I get it wrong, I come out here and I admit it. Uh, it's it's just the way the channel is. I've only been doing live content for three years. The channel is four years old. I've seen incredible growth and success. And I would be pretty incredible of a day to somehow find a way to hit those 359 uh, uh, people to cross 10K. It, it's, it's a dream of mine. I've seen some of my peers do it. Uh, the Iron Lords, who those are my brothers. Uh, we've seen Xbox era do it. We've seen quite a few others do it. I would love to join that conversation. And if you can get me there, if you're new, please consider subscribing. But let's get Fuzzy Belvedere's final opinion, and we will get everyone the H out of here. Fuzzy, out of all the studios, what is your favorite pick? <sighs> just we just even forgot to mention Sledgehammer Games, which is phenomenal. Yeah. I See, I'm leaning on Infinity War just because of... Uh, modern warfare but yeah dude oh man yeah. it, it it's hard to pick just one because there have yeah. been some standouts throughout the history of call of duty and and just modern warfare has always been my go-to just because of the time and time when i enlisted and stuff so uh infinity ward is is the one i have my eyes on hopefully they can uh work on something modern um that may not necessarily be in line with call of duty just I'm enjoying the heck out of Insurgency Sandstorm. So if they can make something along those lines, I'm all in. But uh, yeah, it, it, I I am so enthused on what this future is going to bring. Because like like you guys have said, if they allow them to do like what they do with other first party studios and have them go with their creative vision, oh. yeah, it's we, going to be we're going to win as gamers. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, allowing creators to create is something that is. Uh, at the core of Microsoft, we've heard this. We've heard Phil Spencer talk about this, saying, "We want you to join Microsoft, and we want to let you do what you want to do." Yeah. And they, and a lot of people have given him slack for it. Oh, Microsoft just tell them to do this, and we've seen how that turns out, Fuzzy. Not usually good. Yeah. Um, and seeing all of these studios that were have such an iconic history. Get back to creating what they're good at doing instead of just working on one franchise is going to be a win for the industry. And it's exactly the kind of future Phil Spencer has been talking about for years. Yeah. 
Well, listen, folks, uh, again, we want to thank you for tuning in to the regular scheduled Xbox Factor podcast. I mean, I think we've had a round robin of guests. I think everyone has had incredible opinions. Uh, and I want to get everyone out of here. And, of course, I want to help sell their wares as well. Pong, we're going to start first with you, brother. Uh, when you're done, I hope you get that tow truck over to help your yeah. broken down yeah. car because yeah. that was a terrible situation. But we won. We won because <laughs> of it. Uh, Pong, listen, by all means, this Saturday is going to be a big show. I, I cannot wait to get Steel Rain's opinion on this. But yeah. please, living split screen, Saturdays, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Sell your brand. Tell everyone where to listen to that show where to sub the channel and where could people reach out to you on social media absolutely uh boom what a great uh start to a tuesday what an awesome morning uh deal so big it broke my car so i couldn't get to work because i was scheduled to it's just that's so sad <laughs> terrible, terrible, uh, terrible. you know phil <laughs> oh man i can't believe you did this to me uh anyways uh, just an amazing, amazing day. Got to be on podcasts with a bunch of different people this morning, which is fantastic. I love hearing all the different opinions, even though we're all kind of in agreement on this one. It's still great to hear other people's perspective as well. So thank you for making this happen. Boom. Uh, chat, you guys have been insane. Uh, again, setting records for Boom, which is which is a big deal. But man, this chat is just flying by. I appreciate all the love and support you guys coming out here each and every week to see us and those of you that may be new to a booms channel double barrel gaming hey welcome and i hope you loved what you heard because this is what you can get every single week again we try to give you the good information we try to look at the bigger picture of the industry as we are in the golden age of gaming again None of us really saw this specific deal done, but we've been talking about this for a long time and giving you the straight facts about where the industry is going consolidation wise that Microsoft Xbox was not done, that they were looking to make something bigger and even bigger splash. And look, buckle up. We're just getting started. Okay, just just get ready. There's going to be more in the works down the road from a lot of different places, not just Xbox. Uh, but again, appreciate all of you. Look, you guys can find me, Pong Soul, Xbox, Twitter. You know the drill there. Uh, follow me, I'll follow you back. No problem whatsoever. I'm not into the console war BS. Don't mind the comedy. Don't mind having some fun here and there, whatever else the case may be. But just follow me, I'll follow you back. We can discuss gaming anytime. Yeah. Otherwise... You can find me this Thursday on PM in the PM. I don't know if I'm going to make the special show tonight for uh, fun speculation. We'll see. I got. I, I do have work to get done, uh, especially <laughs> since this morning has been so crazy. Uh, but we will see. But otherwise, Thursday, PM in the PM, Pong and Mav in the PM over on Fun Speculations channel. Uh, look, you like a two-man show. You like us deep diving topics. That's what Mav and I do over there. We're going to give you two-plus hours of, of one, two, three, maybe, uh, you know, maybe three topics. But this week... You know what it's going to be. So join One us over topic there. to rule them all. <laughs> Let the dust settle. We'll have our thoughts kind of in oh, order man. because all of us are kind of scrambling right now with the size of this. Uh, but but come Thursday, uh, you're going to have a good time over on Fun Speculation Channel. That's 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 o'clock Central Time. Friday nights back over on Xbox Ultimate on Fun Speculation's Channel. We got the great eight. That's right. We've got a crew of eight. Now 
people have real life. So not everybody always shows up all the time, but we do have eight awesome panel members, but we have a great, great time over there on Friday nights, 9 PM Eastern, eight o'clock central time. Uh, and then Saturday mornings living split screen with my brother from another steel rain. We are going to give you three plus hours, him and I just talking about all things across the industry. Uh, Saturday mornings, we get your energy right for the weekend. Okay. We bring it. So even if you're not waking up yet, we will wake you up. I promise. Steel and I nonstop go, go, go. So check us out 10 a.m. Eastern, nine o'clock central time. That is living split screen. Split screen is all one word. Shop podcast Saturday nights, PTK Blam, Centurion. Of course, my good brother here, Fuzzy Belvedere as well. We end your Saturday night right. 9 p.m. Eastern, or excuse me, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 o'clock Central Time over on PTK Blam's channel. Come check out the Shop Podcast. He's been doing it for over five years now. We have a great, great time. So come in, check out the community. Uh, But anyways, Golden Age of Gaming, play what you love, love what you play, enjoy all of this. This is just the beginning. This is just a start. It's so much fun. Love you all, and I'll talk to you all real soon. Thanks, brother. Crazy Lou Gaming, bro. I want to get you on out of here. Uh, Obviously, you know, you just launched the Xbox International podcast. And my God, what a time to launch it. Uh, You're going to have a lot to talk about this week. And of course, representing the uh, Hispanic community on Xbox is something that you strive to do. Mr. Joanna Dark is a part of that conversation. Sell your brand, brother. Tell everyone where they can check out Xbox International Weekly and where can people reach out to you and see the crazy one doing crazy things on social media. Well, guys, on social media, Twitter, Crazy Louis Gaming, that's where you can find me, where I dance, I shower, I sing Spice Girl songs. I also wear white makeup, too, you know, just to say hello to Ponce, but she loves it to death. I love it. The <laughs> cleanest man in podcasting right yeah, there. Hello, hello Ponce. <laughs> hello, Ponce. <laughs> also, you can find me on my YouTube channel, Crazy Louis Gaming, where Xbox International is on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. ET, where me, Joanna, Brian Hawkins, and Sarablo Gaming are on. Also, on the Spanish side, which is today, Tuesday, at 7 p.m. ET, uh, I'm with Sour Blow on um, your speak Spanish on this channel. It's called Gaming Lobby. So, guys, if you're from the Spanish community, come join us over there, Gaming Lobby at Sour Blow Gaming. So, see you all over there. <laughs> Thanks so much, brother. Definitely appreciate it, uh, and appreciate you being here. Uh, great working with you, and of course, we want to help pr- uh, promote your incredible uh, channel as Thank well, uh, Mister Joanna Dark. Uh, what a great way to start the day. Uh, by all means, brother, sell your brand. Talk about where people can come in and potentially subscribe to the channel and find you on social media. Yeah, first I want to say it was a pleasure, gentlemen. Uh, it was a pleasure as well to, to meet you and uh, have you on the panel. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter, uh, big underscore n underscore boss on Twitter. Please follow me, talk to me, similar to everyone else here. I love talking about games. I play on all platforms and I welcome all conversations. Um, it's definitely a great time to be a gamer uh, across the board, no matter what platform you work on, I mean, work on or play on. Uh, and then you can find me on Wednesdays on Xbox International with, of course, Crazy Lou, uh, making sure he doesn't do crazy things, uh, Sour Blow Gaming, and, of course, Silent Cypher. Um, we're definitely excited. You know, episode two is coming up. Um, so we just started that. And, and then on that, sometimes I also go on the gaming lobby. On Fridays, uh, you can also check me on 
the Nickel Gaming Show with Albert and Jasmine, uh, my two friends and co-workers at Xbox and Microsoft. We kind of just sit there and kind of, again, again talk all things Xbox and, you know, why we love the platform and some of the cool things coming down the road. But again, thank you. It's an exciting time. Boom, as always, it's a pleasure. And one more thing. Let's get Boom to 10. And yep, if we you. do it by, let's just say, tomorrow, I'll do next, a week, video. next week, I will give away, to celebrate all the great things, a three-month Xbox Game Pass um, code that Boom will present to celebrate. Uh, um, thank you, brother. I definitely so appreciate let's that. Go, you. Yes. Let's go ahead and let's get... That gets boom to 10k. I'll do a speedo video if it reaches 10,000. You know uh, what? No, please do not. Do <laughs> I, I don't know if the world <laughs> actually can handle stuff. it. You Having this crazy, acquisition I, I and a speedo you, video in the same week. I, I don't know. I think the internet comes down. <laughs> no, I think the internet no. comes down for sure. Whatever you do, do not enable this behavior, everyone. Please do not. <laughs> I love it. This is great. Hey, Neo Mental, let's get you on out of here, brother. You, my friend, or my brother, are going to be a part of this Saturday Game of the Year show. Now, it's our annual but what's important about this particular one and this is the group of friends that we met at funko land we've been friends and brothers ever since this is our 10th annual game of the year uh this is only the fourth time that it's been broadcast though because remember i was you know i didn't have a podcast back in the days you know we used to go to each other's house go out to dinner hang around like a bunch of nerds and just go over (laughs) our game of the list and had point systems and everything but now we do it live so this saturday at 12 p.m eastern standard time besides getting everyone's opinion once again on the uh ramifications of this deal we're going to be breaking down uh some of the top games that we played in 2021 and it again it will be our fourth annual uh on 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 live uh, you know on youtube but our actual 10th anniversary of doing the game of the year and it's it's a big deal for us it's something that i don't know a lot if a lot of people do but it's something that we have always remained friends and look forward to it and again with covid we haven't had a chance to actually meet in person and this year is going to stay the same thing just to be safe but we're going to be doing the podcast 12 p.m eastern standard time Neo Mental, tell everyone where they could reach out to you on social media and strike up a conversation. Well, I don't do social media these days. I'm a, I'm a man without a country. Uh, <laughs> so follow this man right here. This is the hardest working guy in show business. Thank you, sir. Uh, I love him. Love him to death. It was awesome hanging out with everybody. Some great gentlemen that I always love listening to. Um, get this guy to 10K and I will give you one fake dollar. And you can enjoy that and spend it nowhere. Don't don't break the bank. Yeah. Uh, but if you decide that you want to check me out, I'm Neo Mental Love across the board. Sony, PlayStation, Xbox, Twitter, all of that good stuff. And uh, you know, I'm here. All right. Well, definitely appreciate you being here, brother. It was great to have you. And Fuzzy Belvedere, you obviously will be back Friday morning on Breakfast with Boom. You are a new uh, a new member of that weekly podcast. It's great to work with you, not once but twice. Sell your brand, brother. Tell everyone where they can check out your YouTube channel, what other shows you're a part of, and where you could reach be reached out to and potentially stri- strike up a conversation with you on social media. Well, I want to thank you and I want to thank the panel for having me on. It was awesome to discuss this. This is like, <laughs> it, it's still mind blowing. It is. Uh, yeah, it is. Thank you to the chat came out. Man, make sure you guys like and subscribe. This channel is awesome. Definitely, let's help Boom get to 10,000. He, yep. he is one of the pillars in this community as far thank as you, sir. for thank gaming. You. 
for those that want to, you know, follow me on, on social media, follow me at fuzzy underscore Belvedere on Twitter. Uh, you can check out my YouTube channel, a bunch of replays and some gameplay without too much commentary right at the moment uh, at uh, fuzzy space Belvedere on YouTube. But as far as shows on Mondays, usually you can find me with Mav on tidbits where we go over game releases uh, on Fridays on breakfast with boom uh, on this channel. And on Saturdays, you can find me on FSP with Mav and Just Key. And later that night on uh, the Shop Podcast with PTK Blam, my brother Pong Soul, and Centurion 1307. Thank you guys. This is awesome. God, it's great to be a gamer right now. It, it, it absolutely is. But listen, folks, thank you so much. And I'm going to close out the show with something that's important to me. Hopefully one day it'll be important. You know, something that our dad taught us when we were kids. And he said, son, treat others how you want to be treated. Also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules. And I can guarantee you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. And we'll see you next week on the newest special edition for whatever Microsoft buys next at the <laughs> Xbox Factor Podcast. We'll see you next week. Be safe. Love you all and have an amazing day.